section six of common sense in the household this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b common sense in the household a manual of practical housewifery by marion harlan fish boiled codfish fresh lay the fish in cold water slightly salted for half an hour before it is time to cook it when it has been wiped free of the salt and water wrap it in a clean linen cloth kept for such purposes the cloth should be dredged with flour to prevent sticking sew up the edges in such a manner as to envelop the fish entirely yet have but one thickness of the cloth over any part the wrapping should be fitted neatly to the shape of the piece to be cooked put into the fish kettle pour on plenty of hot water and boil briskly fifteen minutes for each pound have ready a sauce prepared thus to one gill boiling water add as much milk and when it is scalding hot stir in leaving the saucepan on the fire two tablespoonfuls of butter rolled thickly in flour as this thickens two beaten eggs season with salt and chopped parsley and when after one good boil you withdraw it from the fire add a dozen capers or pickled nasturtium seeds or if you prefer a spoonful of vinegar in which celery seeds have been steeped put the fish into a hot dish and pour the sauce over it some serve in a butter boat but i fancy that the boiling sauce applied to the steaming fish imparts a richness it cannot gain later garnish with sprigs of parsley and circles of hard-boiled eggs laid around the edge of the dish rockfish rockfish and river bass are very nice cooked as above but do not need to be boiled so long as codfish boiled codfish salt put the fish to soak overnight in lukewarm water as early as eight o'clock in the evening change this for more warm water at bedtime and cover closely change again in the morning and wash off the salt two hours before dinner plunge into very cold water this makes it firm finally set over the fire with enough lukewarm water to cover it and boil for half an hour drain well lay it on a hot dish and pour over it egg sauce prepared as in the foregoing receipt only substituting the yolks of two hard-boiled eggs rubbed to a paste with butter for the beaten raw egg this is a useful receipt for country housekeepers who can seldom procure fresh cod salt mackerel prepared in the same way will repay the care and time required so superior is it to the friday's dish of salt fish as usually served should the cold fish left over be used for fish balls as it should be it will be found that the sauce which is soaked into it while hot has greatly improved it codfish balls prepare the fish precisely as for boiling whole cut in pieces when it has been duly washed and soaked and boil twenty minutes turn off the water and cover with fresh from the boiling tea kettle boil twenty minutes more drain the fish very dry and spread upon a dish to cool when perfectly cold pick to pieces with a fork removing every vestige of skin and bone and shredding very fine when this is done add an equal bulk of mashed potato work into a stiff batter by adding a lump of butter and sweet milk and if you want to have them very nice a beaten egg flour your hands and make the mixture into balls or cakes drop them into boiling lard or good dripping and fry to a light brown 
plainer fish cakes may be made of the cod and potatoes alone molded round like biscuit in any shape the dish is popular salt codfish stewed with eggs prepare the fish as for balls heat almost to boiling a pint of rich sweet milk and stir into it gradually and carefully three eggs well beaten a tablespoonful of butter a little chopped parsley and butter with pepper lastly the fish boil up once and turn into a deep covered dish or chafing dish lined with buttered toast eat hot for breakfast or supper codfish and potato stew soak boil and pick the fish if salt as for fish balls if fresh boil and pick into bits add an equal quantity of mashed potatoes a large tablespoonful of butter and milk enough to make it very soft put into a skillet and add a little boiling water to keep it from burning turn and toss constantly until it is smoking hot but not dry add pepper and parsley and dish boiled mackerel fresh clean the mackerel and wipe carefully with a dry clean cloth wash them lightly with another cloth dipped in vinegar wrap each in a coarse linen cloth floured basted closely to the shape of the fish put them into a pot with enough salted water to cover them and boil them gently for three-quarters of an hour drain them well take a teacupful of the water in which they were boiled and put into a saucepan with a tablespoonful of walnut ketchup some anchovy paste or sauce and the juice of half a lemon let this boil up well and add a lump of butter the size of an egg with a tablespoonful browned flour wet in cold water boil up again and serve in the sauce boat this makes a brown sauce you can substitute egg sauce if you like garnish with parsley and nasturtium blossoms broiled mackerel fresh clean the mackerel wash and wipe dry split it open so that when laid flat the backbone will be in the middle sprinkle lightly with salt and lay on a buttered gridiron over a clear fire with the inside downward until it begins to brown then turn the other when quite done lay on a hot dish and butter it plentifully turn another hot dish over the lower one and let it stand two or three minutes before sending to table broiled mackerel salt soak overnight in lukewarm water change this early in the morning for very cold and let the fish lie in this until time to cook then proceed as with the fresh mackerel boiled halibut lay in cold salt and water for an hour wipe dry and score the skin in squares put into the kettle with cold salted water enough to cover it it is so firm in texture that you can boil without a cloth if you choose let it heat gradually and boil from half to three-quarters of an hour in proportion to the size of the piece four or five pounds will be enough for most private families drain and accompany by egg sauce either poured over the fish or in a sauce boat save the cold remnants of the fish and what sauce is left until next morning pick out as you would cod mix with an equal quantity of mashed potato moisten with the sauce or with milk and butter if you have no sauce put it into a skillet and stir until it is very hot do not burn season with pepper and salt baked halibut take a piece of halibut weighing five or six pounds and lay in salt and water for two hours wipe dry and score the outer skin set in the baking pan in a tolerably hot oven and bake an hour basting often with butter and water heated together in a saucepan or tin cup when a fork will penetrate it easily 
it is done it should be of a fine brown take the gravy in the dripping pan add a little boiling water should there not be enough stir in a tablespoonful of walnut ketchup a teaspoonful of worcestershire sauce the juice of a lemon and thicken with brown flour previously wet with cold water boil up once and put into sauce boat there is no finer preparation of halibut than this which is however comparatively little known those who have eaten it usually prefer it to be boiled and broiled you can use what is left for the same purpose as the fragments of boiled halibut halibut steak wash and wipe the steaks dry beat up two or three eggs and roll out some boston or other brittle crackers upon the kneading board until they are fine as dust dip each steak into the beaten egg then into the bread crumbs when you have salted the fish and fry in hot fat lard or nice dripping or you can broil the steak upon a buttered gridiron over a clear fire first seasoning with salt and pepper when done lay in a hot dish butter well and cover closely deviled halibut mince a pound of cold boiled or baked halibut or the fragments of halibut steak and make for it the following dressing the yolks of three hard-boiled eggs rubbed smooth with the back of a silver spoon or in a wedgewood mortar and when there remain no lumps in it work into a soft paste with a tablespoonful salad oil next beat in two teaspoonfuls white sugar a teaspoonful made mustard a pinch of cayenne teaspoonful salt one of worcestershire sauce a little anchovy paste if you have it and finally a little at a time to prevent lumping a small teacupful of vinegar in which celery seed have been steeped it is easy to keep a bottle of this on hand for salads and sauces stir all thoroughly into the minced fish garnish with a chain of the whites of the eggs cut into rings with a small round slice of pickled beet laid within each link and you have a piquant and pretty salad for the supper table boiled salmon wrap the fish when you have washed and wiped it in a clean linen cloth not too thick baste it up securely and put into the fish kettle cover with cold water in which has been melted a handful of salt boil slowly allowing about a quarter of an hour to each pound when the time is up rip open a corner of the cloth and test the salmon with a fork if it penetrate easily it is done if not hastily pin up the cloth and cook a little longer skim off the scum as it rises to the top have ready in another saucepan a pint of cream or half milk and half cream will do which has been heated in a vessel set in boiling water stir into this a large spoonful of butter rolled in flour a little salt and chopped parsley and a half gill of the water in which the fish is boiled let it boil up once stirring all the while when the fish is done take it instantly from the kettle lay it in an instant upon a folded cloth to absorb the drippings transfer with great care for fear of breaking to a hot dish and pour the boiled cream over it reserving enough to fill a small sauce boat garnish with curled parsley and circular slices of hard-boiled yolks leaving out the whites of the eggs after serving boiled salmon with cream sauce you will never be quite content with any other if you cannot get cream boil a pint of milk and thicken with arrowroot it is not so nice but many will not detect the difference real cream being a rare commodity in town you may pickle what is left if it is in one piece or devil it as i have 
directed you to treat cold halibut or mince mixed with mashed potato milk and butter and stir into a sort of stew or once again mixed with mashed potato milk butter and a raw egg well beaten make into cakes or balls and fry in hot lard or dripping at any rate let none of it be lost it being at once one of our most expensive and most delicious fish baked salmon wash and wipe dry and rub with pepper and salt some add a soupçon of cayenne and powdered mace lay the fish upon a grating set over your baking pan and roast or bake basting it freely with butter and toward the last with its own drippings only should it brown too fast cover the top with a sheet of white paper until the whole is cooked when it is done transfer to a hot dish and cover closely and add to the gravy a little hot water thickened with arrowroot rice or wheat flour wet of course first with cold water a great spoonful of strained tomato sauce and the juice of a lemon boil up and serve in a sauce boat or you can serve with cream sauce made as for boiled salmon garnish handsomely with alternate sprigs of parsley and the bleached tops of celery with ruby bits of firm currant jelly here and there this is a fine dish for a dinner party a glass of sherry improves the first-named sauce salmon steaks dry well with a cloth dredge with flour and lay them upon a well-buttered gridiron over clear hot coals turn with a broad-bladed knife slipped beneath and a flat wire egg-beater above lest the steak should break when done to a light brown lay in a hot dish butter each steak seasoning with salt and pepper cover closely and serve pickled salmon fresh having cleaned your fish cut into pieces of a convenient size to go into the fish kettle and boil in salted water as for the table drain it very dry wipe it with a clean cloth and set it aside in a cool place until next morning make pickle enough to cover it in the following proportions two quarts vinegar a dozen blades of mace dozen white peppers dozen cloves two teaspoonfuls made mustard three tablespoonfuls white sugar and a pint of the water in which the fish was boiled let them boil up once hard that you may skim the pickle should the spices come away with the scum in large quantities pick them out and return to the kettle set the liquor away in an earthenware jar closely covered to keep in the flavor next morning hang it over a brisk fire in a bell metal kettle covered and heat to boiling meanwhile prepare the salmon by cutting into pieces an inch and a half long and half an inch wide cut cleanly and regularly with a sharp knife when they are all ready and the liquor is on the boil drop them carefully into the kettle let the pickle boil up once to make sure the salmon is heated through have ready some air-tight glass jars such as you use for canning fruit and tomatoes take the salmon from the kettle while it is still on the stove or range with a wire egg beater taking care you do not break the pieces drop them rapidly into the jar packing closely as you go on fill with a boiling pickle until it overflows screw on the top and set away in a dark cool place proceed in the same way with each can until all are full salmon thus put up will keep good for years as i can testify from experience and will well repay the trouble of preparation you can vary the seasoning to your taste adding a shallot or two minced very fine some celery and small pods of cayenne pepper 
which always look well in vinegar be sure that the contents of the kettle are boiling when transferred to the cans that they are not allowed time to cool in the transit that the elastic on the can is properly adjusted and the top screwed down tightly and success is certain i would call the attention of those who are fond of the potted spiced salmon sold at a high price in grocery stores to this receipt for making the same luxury at home it costs less by one half is as good and is always on hand pickled salmon salt wash the salmon in two or three waters rubbing it lightly with a coarse cloth to remove the salt crystals then soak overnight in tepid water exchange this in the morning for ice cold and let the fish lie in the latter for three hours take it out wipe dry and cut in strips as directed in the foregoing receipt drop these when all are ready in a saucepan of boiling water placed alongside of a kettle of pickle prepared as for fresh salmon beside these have your air-tight jars covers laid in readiness and when the salmon has boiled five minutes fairly boiled not simmered fish out the pieces with your wire spoon pack rapidly into your can fill up with the boiling pickle from the other kettle and seal instantly in two days the pickled salmon will be fit for use and is scarcely distinguishable from that made of fresh fish it has the advantage of being always procurable and of comparative cheapness and in the country is a valuable standby in case of unexpected supper company smoked salmon broiled take a piece of raw smoked salmon the size of your hand or larger in proportion to the number who are to sit down to supper wash it in two waters rubbing off the salt lay in a skillet with enough warm not hot water to cover it let it simmer fifteen minutes and boil five remove it wipe dry and lay on a buttered gridiron to broil when it is nicely browned on both sides transfer to a hot dish butter liberally and pepper to taste garnish with hillocks of grated horseradish interspersed with sprays of fresh or pickled fennel seed or with parsley raw smoked salmon is in common use upon the supper table cut into smooth strips as long as the middle finger and rather wider arranged neatly upon a garnished dish and eaten with pepper sauce or some other pungent condiment boiled shad fresh clean wash and wipe the fish a roe shad is best for this purpose cleanse the roes thoroughly and having sprinkled both shad and eggs with salt wrap in separate cloths and put into a fish kettle side by side cover with salted water and boil from half an hour to three quarters in proportion to the size experience is the best rule as to the time when you have once cooked fish to a turn note the weight and time and you will be at no loss thereafter a good rule is to make a penciled memorandum in the margin of the receipt book opposite certain receipts serve the shad upon a hot dish with a boat of drawn butter mingled with chopped eggs and parsley or egg sauce lay the rose about the body of the fish garnish with capers and slices of hard-boiled eggs boiled shad salt soak the fish six or seven hours in warm water changing it several times wipe off all the salt and immerse in ice-cold water when it has lain in this an hour put into a fish kettle with enough fresh water to cover it and boil from fifteen to twenty minutes in proportion to the size serve in a hot dish with a large lump of butter spread over the fish 
broiled shad fresh wash wipe and split the fish sprinkle with salt and pepper and lay it upon a buttered gridiron inside downward when the lower side is browned turn the fish one of medium size will be done in about twenty minutes serve upon a hot dish and lay a good piece of butter upon the fish broiled shad salt soak over night in lukewarm water take out in the morning and transfer to ice cold for half an hour wipe very dry and broil as you do fresh shad fried shad this is a popular dish upon southern tables and is good anywhere clean wash and wipe a fine roe shad split and cut each side into four pieces leaving out the head and removing fins and tail sprinkle with salt and pepper and dredge with flour have ready a frying pan of boiling hot lard or drippings put in the fish and fry brown turning at the end of five minutes to cook the other side fry the roe in the same way lay the fish in the middle of the dish and the roe outside of it garnish with watercresses and sprigs of pickled cauliflower and eat with ketchup baked shad clean wash and wipe the fish which should be a large one make a stuffing of grated brown crumbs butter salt pepper and sweet herbs stuff the shad and sew it up lay it in the baking pan with a cupful of water to keep it from burning and bake an hour basting with butter and water until it is tender throughout and well browned take it up put in a hot dish and cover tightly while you boil up the gravy with a great spoonful of ketchup a tablespoonful of brown flour which has been wet with cold water the juice of a lemon and if you want to have it very fine a glass of sherry or madeira garnish with sliced lemon and watercresses you may pour the gravy around the fish or serve in a sauce boat of course you take out the thread with which it has been sewed up before serving the fish boiled sea bass clean and put the fish into the fish kettle with salted water enough to cover it when you have enveloped it in the fish cloth a medium-sized fish will be done in a little over half an hour but do not boil too fast when done drain and serve in a hot dish lay sliced boiled eggs upon and about it and serve with egg sauce mingled with capers and nasturtium seed fried sea bass use smaller fish for this purpose than for boiling clean wipe dry inside and out dredge with flour and season with salt fry in hot butter or dripping a mixture half butter half lard is good for frying fish the bass should be done to a delicate brown not to a crisp the fashion affected by some cooks of drying fried fish to a crust is simply abominable fried bass are a most acceptable breakfast dish sturgeon steak skin the steaks carefully and lay in salted water cold for an hour to remove the oily taste so offensive to most palates then wipe each steak dry salt and broil over hot coals on a buttered gridiron serve in a hot dish when you have buttered and peppered them and send up garnish with parsley and accompanied by a small glass dish containing sliced lemon or you can pour over them a sauce prepared in this way put a tablespoonful of butter into a frying pan and stir until it is brown not burned add a half teacupful of boiling water in which has been stirred a tablespoonful of browned flour previously wet with cold water add salt a teaspoonful worcestershire sauce or anchovy the juice of a lemon and let it boil up well 
pour over the steaks when you have arranged them in the dish baked sturgeon a piece of sturgeon weighing five or six pounds is enough for a handsome dish skin it and let it stand in salt and water for half an hour parboil it to remove the oil make a dressing of bread crumbs minute bits of fat salt pork sweet herbs and butter gash the upper part of the fish quite deeply and rub this force meat well in put in a baking dish with a little water to keep it from burning and bake for an hour serve with a sauce of drawn butter in which has been stirred a spoonful of caper sauce and another of ketchup this is a virginia receipt and an admirable one mayonnaise fish take a pound or so of cold boiled fish halibut rock or cod cut not chop into pieces an inch in length mix in a bowl a dressing as follows the yolks of four boiled eggs rubbed to a smooth paste with salad oil add to these salt pepper mustard two teaspoonfuls white sugar and lastly six tablespoonfuls of vinegar beat the mixture until light and just before pouring it over the fish stir in lightly the frothed white of a raw egg serve the fish in a glass dish with half the dressing stirred in with it spread the remainder over the top and lay blanched lettuce leaves around the edges to be eaten with it baked salmon trout those who have eaten this prince of game fish in the adirondacks within an hour after he has left the lake will agree with me that he has never had such justice done him at any other time as when baked with cream handle the beauty with gentle respect while cleaning washing and wiping him and lay him at full length still respectfully in a baking pan with just enough water to keep him from scorching if large score the backbone with a sharp knife taking care not to mar the comeliness of his red spotted sides bake slowly basting often with butter and water by the time he is done and he should be so well looked after that his royal robe hardly shows a seam or rent and the red spots are still distinctly visible have ready in a saucepan a cup of cream diluted with a few tablespoonfuls of hot water lest it should clot in heating in which have been stirred cautiously two tablespoonfuls of melted butter and a little chopped parsley heat this in a vessel set within another of boiling water add the gravy from the dripping pan boil up once to thicken and when the trout is laid always respectfully in a hot dish pour the sauce around him as he lies in state he will take kindly to the creamy bath and your guests will take kindly to him garnish with a wreath of crimson nasturtium blooms and dainty sprigs of parsley arranged by your own hands on the edge of the dish and let no sharply spiced sauces come near him they would but mar his native richness the flavor he brought with him from the lake and wildwood salt him lightly should he need it eat and be happy if the above savor of bathos rather than common sense my excuse is i have lately eaten baked salmon trout with cream gravy boiled salmon trout clean wash and dry the trout envelop in a thin cloth fitted neatly to the shape of the fish lay within a fish kettle cover with salted water cold and boil gently half an hour or longer according to the size when done unwrap and lay in a hot dish pour around it cream sauce made as for baked salmon trout only of course with the omission of the fish gravy and serve fried trout brook trout are generally cooked in this way and form a rarely delightful breakfast or supper dish 
clean wash and dry the fish roll lightly in flour and fry in butter or clarified dripping or butter and lard let the fat be hot fry quickly to a delicate brown and take up the instant they are done lay for an instant upon a hot folded napkin to absorb whatever grease may cling to their speckled sides then range side by side in a heated dish garnish and send to the table use no seasoning except salt and that only when the fish are fried in lard or unsalted dripping fried pickerel the pickerel ranks next to trout among game fish and should be fried in the same manner especially and i urge this with groaning of spirit in remembrance of the many times in which i have had my sense of fitness not to say my appetite outraged by seeing the gallant fish brought to table dried to a crisp throughout all his juices wasted and sweetness utterly departed especially do not fry him slowly and too long and when he is done take him out of the grease cream pickerel reserve your largest pickerel those over three pounds in weight for baking and proceed with them as with baked salmon trout cream gravy and all if you cannot afford cream substitute rich milk and thicken with rice or wheat flour the fish are better cooked in this way than any other fried perch and other pan fish clean wash and dry the fish lay them in a large flat dish salt and dredge with flour have ready a frying pan of hot dripping lard or butter put in as many fish as the pan will hold without crowding and fry to a light brown send up hot in a chafing dish the many varieties of pan fish porgies flounders river bass weak fish white fish etc may be cooked in like manner in serving lay the head of each fish to the tail of the one next him stewed catfish skin clean and cut off the horribly homely heads sprinkle with salt to remove any muddy taste that may have contracted from the flats or holes in which they have fed and let them lie in a cool place for an hour or so then put them into a saucepan cover with cold water and stew very gently for half to three-quarters of an hour according to their size add a chopped shallot or button onion a bunch of chopped parsley a little pepper a large tablespoonful of butter a tablespoonful of flour mixed to a paste with cold water boil up once take out the fish carefully and lay in a deep dish boil up the gravy once more and pour over the fish send to table in a covered dish fried catfish skin clean and remove the heads sprinkle with salt and lay aside for an hour or more have ready two or three eggs beaten to a froth and in a flat dish a quantity of powdered cracker dip the fish first in the egg then in the cracker and fry quickly in hot lard or dripping take up as quick as done catfish chowder skin clean and cut off the head cut the fish into pieces two inches long and put into a pot with some fat pork cut into shreds a pound to a dozen medium-sized fish two chopped onions or half a dozen shallots a bunch of sweet herbs and pepper the pork will salt it sufficiently stew slowly for three-quarters of an hour then stir in a cup of milk thickened with a tablespoonful of flour take up a cupful of the hot liquor and stir a little at a time into two well-beaten eggs return this to the pot throw in half a dozen boston or butter crackers split in half let all boil up once and turn into a tureen pass sliced lemon or cucumber pickles also sliced with it 
take out the backbones of the fish before serving stewed eels inquire before buying where they were caught and give so decided a preference to country eels as to refuse those fattened upon the offal of city wharves nor are the largest eels the best for eating one weighing a pound is better for your purpose than a bulky fellow that weighs three skin and clean carefully extracting all the fat from the inside cut into lengths of an inch and a half pour into a saucepan with enough cold water to cover them throw in a little salt and chopped parsley and stew slowly closely covered for at least an hour add at the last a great spoonful of butter and a little flour wet with cold water also pepper serve in a deep dish the appearance and odor of this stew are so pleasing as often to overcome the prejudices of those who wouldn't touch an eel for the world they look like snakes and those who have tasted them rarely enter a second demure fried eels prepare as for stewing roll in flour and fry in hot lard or dripping to a light brown chowder number one take a pound of salt pork cut into strips and soak in hot water five minutes cover the bottom of a pot with a layer of this cut four pounds of cod or sea bass into pieces two inches square and lay enough of these on the pork to cover it follow with a layer of chopped onions a little parsley summer savory and pepper either black or cayenne then a layer of split boston or butter or whole cream crackers which have been soaked in warm water until moist through but not ready to break above this lay a stratum of pork and repeat the order given above onion seasoning not too much crackers and pork until your materials are exhausted let the topmost layer be buttered crackers well soaked put in enough cold water to cover all barely cover the pots too gently for an hour watching that the water does not sink too low should it leave the upper layer exposed replenish constantly from the tea kettle when the chowder is thoroughly done take out with a perforated skimmer and put into a tureen thicken the gravy with a tablespoonful of flour and about the same quantity of butter boil up and pour over the chowder send sliced lemon pickles and stewed tomatoes to the table with it that the guests may add if they like chowder number two slice six large onions and fry them in the gravy of fried salt pork cut five pounds of bass or cod into strips three inches long and one thick and line the bottom of a pot with them scatter a few slices of onion upon them a little salt half a dozen whole black peppers a clove or two a pinch of thyme and one of parsley a tablespoonful tomato or mushroom ketchup and six oysters then comes a layer of oyster crackers well soaked in milk and buttered thickly another layer of fish onion seasoning and crackers and so on until all are used up cover with water boil slowly for an hour and pour out serve with capers and sliced lemon a cup of oyster liquor added to the chowder while boiling improves it end of section six